Hello and welcome back to the officially unofficial film podcast with George, James and Ben. How are we doing? Hola. Bueno. Bueno. Buenos dias. For our Spanish fans, if we have any Spanish fans. Um, that was a really weird intro, but you know. Um, so today, because we did Christmas films literally the other day. Oh, I watched Nativity, by the way. Oh, right. And what what did you think? We'll quickly touch on a couple of Christmas films we watched then. Uh, what did you think of Nativity then? Is it amazingly like fan it's, track? It's good, but I wanted it to end. <laughs> like, mostly throughout the three movies. I just wanted it to end and have that sort of like, oh, it's Christmas time. Woo. Thing. Wait, you watched all three in like one hit? Not in one hit. Uh, oh, okay. I did it sort of like Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Fair. Oh, cool. Like I've always liked Nativity. It's kind of like just fun, family, trashy f- comedy, yeah, kind of yeah. film. Um, me and Ben, I know, watched Happier Season. Oh, I love that movie. That I do have to recommend to like anyone to watch just once because it's a good modern day. That and Noel are two good modern day Christmas films. Yeah. And by modern day, I do mean in the part. I do mean like in 2020. You you say only watch it once though. Is that because it just hits you in the feels and you're like, all right, this is a one in a lifetime thing. I, I need. Think... No, it's just it's got no real like rewatch value. You'll probably okay. revisit it like every Christmas as a Christmas film. Yeah, but it's a very typical like of the quality of Christmas movies where you just put them on and you're like, yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's but, just it's situationally different to most other yeah. rom-com Christmas movies. But I just found it very entertaining because we've never had that as like a mainstream in quotation marks Christmas film. Okay. Yeah. So it's fun and it's I enjoy it. Um did anyone else watch any Christmas films that they hadn't seen? I think literally it was just happier season for me. Just nativity for me. Fair. Ah, oh, again. Man. Benjamin uh, pretty much happiest season, Noel. Oh, did you watch Noel then? Yeah, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. I, I really liked it. I mean, yeah, Noel. Noel does hit you in the feels at the end, doesn't it? Yeah, I I thought the like what you said about like the first half where it's just it's it's I'm gonna put it nicely. It's wank. Let's be quiet. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, it's very standard Christmas Christmas garb. But the second half is actually just quite amusing and i don't know it's, it's got a good message at the end so yeah and it's fun i enjoy it it's yeah. fun it's got a good message and it's very very nicely wrapped in a bow yeah it's like wrapping presents the first half of your presents you don't have any smoothness to it all the lines are jagged you are cutting rather than the scissors just going through the paper and then the second half you've got it absolutely nailed down and you're doing everything with a nice oh, little bow like the first half is 100 percent of my presents Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Like the second <laughs> half is when I actually... Here was me trying to link to everything. Questions. Here was me trying to link everything. Um, so, seeing as we've just done, like, Christmas, it's what... It's weird filming this. Filming this? We're recording this, like, a few days before the new year. 2020 has been a shit year for films. So we were... Or I was thinking we were going to do a review of, well, a lot films of, of 2020. Well, <laughs> Yeah. But literally all of them, I think, barring Tenet, Mulan, and Wonder Woman 1984, pretty much most of the major films that we were looking forward to got delayed till 2021. Tenet was good. 
yeah, tenet was good Rewatched it recently it was it, it's still it's still very good film you've just got to engage your brain and it is loud but it's meant to be loud it's meant to be an assault on your senses you don't want to like, engage your brain too much though because you start no. to see things where you're like oh, but oh, then, oh that breaks everything <laughs> Yeah, like engage the film in the sense of the story and the world that the film creates. Mm. And it's not James Bond. No. It may look like James Bond, but if you go into it wanting James Bond, you're going to be disappointed. I did I see. Seeing... Should we talk about oh, the new James Bond then? <laughs> I, in I, a I just wanted to say one, one, one thing. It's just, I remember reading this review, and the first part of their review was just like, I didn't like it because I like James Bond. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm not surprised then. That's like saying I don't yeah. like Shishima because I like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like, Which we were just talking about just before this podcast. Yeah, like the best way I can describe it, because there was a review that said Tenet is James Bond on steroids. And that's true up until a point. Yeah. Like it's and not when and you don't even finish the first that's probably the point. He picks up yeah. he fires it and the bullet goes into the chamber as is the point where it stops becoming James Bond completely. Yeah. Like the opening scene is very, very not even James it's not even very James Bond, but I get what they mean when they say it's James Bond on steroids when it's the opera house, but barring that, no. Um so most no of the other yeah, I was just going to say, like, most of the other films that we've seen in 2020 that we like, I think we've, we either have already reviewed or we have reviewed, but we haven't put the podcast out yet, which is like Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story. We haven't discussed Tenet yet, but we will do that at we some point. But Story we all... so long ago. <laughs> I know, I know we did, but I just haven't, we just haven't put it, or I haven't put it out yet. And then... We, uh, I don't think we discussed 1917, but you know, but I like, I don't think I've watched that still. Oh, we need to. Oh, it's good. Incredible. It's good. But like, literally, the most major movies that came out this year were 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Mulan, Tenet, and Wonder Woman 1984. You didn't, and I think Mulan. that's it. You stopped oh, watching Mulan after 10 I did minutes. stop. I did, I did. It was so boring. And Soul, which came out on Christmas Day, but Soul was good, and we can discuss Soul another day. Um, so, when I say we were going to do movie reviews of the year and like give our favorite movies of the year, um, we're not going to do that because it'll be over in like ten minutes. Um, we're just going to do like originally it was going to be one podcast, but because it's so much has been delayed, I think we're going to do two podcasts on upcoming movies. And we're probably going to record them right after the other. So you're just going to buy the second end of the second podcast. It's just going to be us tired, us lot, yeah, us tired and going slightly hysterical. But smoothly transitioning from Tenet to what's coming out next smoothly. year, smoothly, smoothly is to the new James Bond film, which I swear has been delayed like three times now. So originally it was slated for like April, then it was delayed till June, then it was delayed till November, and now it's delayed to April. <laughs> and do you want to know what's funny is that I remember when Billie Eilish released the track for this film before the very first lockdown. So they've lost half of their hype before the films even come out. And there has been rumors that they've that MGM have tried to sell this to like Netflix and HBO Max to be already. Fair, I don't think there, there's some hype lost, of course, but 
Rami Malek is in it. Like that that makes it yeah. worth watching above any other James Bond movie in a while for me. Just yeah, like us three are. It's not well documented on this podcast, but if you know this, you know that all three of us are fans of Rami Malek. Like we love like all three of us love him in Bohemian Rhapsody. Ben and James love him in Mr. Robot. I've only oh, watched yeah. bits of Mr. Robot. Um, I'm very much looking forward to two films he's in in 2021. But him as the lead villain in a James Bond movie could be very interesting, especially as where, yeah, especially when they're trying to market this film as like, and it looks like this film is going to be like Daniel Craig's last James Bond film. I swear that every fucking James Bond since the third one has been. So one, so one film. Two now. Well, Skyfall. There's only this is the fifth movie, right? So this is the fifth. So you had Skyfall, then you had Spectre, which looked like it was going to be his last one, but they weren't. It was it was like hinted at, but it wasn't. So two movies. No, I'd say like No Time to Die. They're making more of a deal that it's his last movie because the studio never really wanted it to. They didn't want Spectre to be his last one. They would. They were hoping for one more. And Spectre is terrible. I haven't even watched it, and I've seen most of James Bond. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's why I haven't watched it. Like, I love Christoph Waltz, and if he's in a bad movie, I won't watch it, because I want to remember that Christoph Waltz is an amazing actor. Which one was the second one? Was it Quantum of Solace? Yeah, we had Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre. Yeah, it seems like every even one is not that good, and then every odd one is amazing. I'm still skeptical. I mean, I'm skeptical. I think they've only pushed it back because of they want to get their money back on it. I think Warner's put out Tenet as a tester. And amazingly and unfortunately, Tenet didn't do well at the box office. Well, yeah. Like, if it, Tenet it had like a budget... mid-pandemic. <laughs> it yeah. was mid-pandemic. It was the summer. People were still worried about going to the cinema. Um, I, I went to go see it, and me and my mate were the only person in the theatre. <laughs> like, Jesus. Ah, we get royal-class seats, essentially. Yeah, like, uh, when me and the other half went to see it, there was not many of us in the cinema. Not at all. Not by a country mile. See, that's really interesting. Because the cinema where I saw it at, it was full. But where where did you see it? And th- Yeah, this is my interesting point. I saw it in um, the Walton Cinema. Uh, what's it? Everyman. So it's it's a bit pricier. Yeah. And its average odd. clientele is older. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Mine was down Rushton Lakes, which is fairly yeah. new. And I would imagine like oh, that more young why. people spot. Yeah, I have to say I'm 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 excited for No Time to Die. I'm not worried by the pushbacks because I think the pushbacks is only for it to get its money back. Yeah, it's kind of like a very classic mindset. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I we want it to open to a full cinema, full of people. Have the hype outside of a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a British film, so they want to have a massive British reception. People are gonna see it, regardless. Yeah. It's one of those names. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. You can put anything out and people go see it. Yeah, it'll make its money back. It's just they want to have as much profit back as possible. Oh, also they've got Hans Zimmer doing the music, which I find weirdly brilliant because I don't That'd think be... he's ever done a Bond That'd film be... before. Yeah. Um, I am nervous, though, uh, only because sure. of um, just just James Bond films in, in general. I think I think there's so much going to be coming out that People like us are going to be in the cinema every two weeks, and I don't know if that's feasible. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not worried about me. No, I'm not worried about the pushbacks in terms of production. I'm more worried about the pushbacks in terms of like how people receive it. So, um, it depends what they go for because it's 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 very hard for James Bond because it's the James I, Bond themes aren't very 2020. Yeah, no, I think I think a lot of the I think there's some of these films that are going to do ridiculously well, and I think there's some of them that could add fall by the wayside and i think one of them that's going to fall by the wayside might just be the james bond film even though it's a james bond film you say that at this point it's like assassin's creed it's been done so much that it's just yeah people are just something people tolerate i imagine just sort of like yeah it's there yeah true not angry Um, at it or sad at it it's just there yeah. So I think the smoothest transition from a James Bond film is to uh, the first prequel that we're going to talk about. I think possibly the only prequel that we're going to talk about, actually, um, is The King's Man. Um, it's basically just James Bond again. It's this is James Bond, but comic booky, in it? Um, I'm not sure what to make of this film, because I remember all the trailers coming out, getting all the hype for it. And then I've not seen hype for it in like half a year. Yeah, that's a good I've, point. I have seen, it. yeah, I've seen hype for other films within this pandemic. I've seen hype for Free Guy. I've seen hype for Dune. I've seen hype for Space Jam. I've seen hype for Uncharted, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I've seen hype for other films on here um, that we're going to go into in a bit. And I've just listed some of them off. Raya as well, the new Disney film that's going to be coming out. I've seen hype for all of those, but I have not seen hype for The King's Man in at least six months, I if like, not longer. Where, where do you see these hypes? Because I, I just, they blow over me. Like, I barely notice hype anymore. Cause oh, so if it's, it's like, like if there's child. like a new movie, yeah, if there's like a new movie trailer release, or there's an article about it, or like it's wrapped filming or anything like that, but I haven't, genuinely, I haven't seen anyone talking about it. Mm. I can't remember that I've seen anyone talking about it in like six months. The last trailer release was before the lockdown, I swear. 21st of June. Was that the last trailer release? I don't know if it was the last last, but it's when, like, the list of trailers are sort of saying to me. Like, there's a lot of up. But even then, that's six months ago. Like, The King's Man's probably meant to be coming out. They've usually been coming out in early 20... Like, in the early of the year. Mm. Like, I remember the first one came out in January of that year. To be honest, it's at a point now where they can just keep pushing movies back because it's not really going to make a difference. Yeah, true. Um, They'll probably push it back, then they'll set a date when it's feasible, and then they'll just run with it. But I'm interested because it's Ralph Fiennes, and they've got a few other actors that are in it, and I would see that I would be interested in a prequel to The Kingsman. Yeah. But I'm wondering how they'll execute it because it's a completely different setting. It's not the fish out of water kind of um first two that we got it's not like which one would you, you say can't... is better the first or second one? Oh, the first one hands down mm. i'd say second one. um second one's still good when i say i prefer the second the first one hands down that's not to say the second one's not good the second one is still very good but the first one is it's I a very good better. intro into a series it's an incredible intro to a series especially when a lot of people hadn't heard of it to begin with mm. It's a better intro film than Kick-Ass, and Kick-Ass for our generation at the time was an awesome movie to get into. Mm. 
But I'm interested to see. You can't do the cool modern James Bondy twist though, with like when it's set in the First World War. So that, so however they do that is going to be interesting. Like maybe, and I've got a feeling that's kind of what they're doing from what I got from the trailers. Yeah. Um, and they're doing a lot of very close-up action, panning the camera, follow shot type action sequences. Um, Go get that parkour. Yeah. So I think they'll make it grittier rather than less technical. You know. Okay. Um, to be fair, having a gritty uh, Kingsman sounds pretty alright to me. Yeah, and like both steampunk. of the first, yeah, and both of the films that we've already had were both like fifteen, so they're not afraid of like the adult. Ring. Now, I'd say moving on from that, um, I want to talk about the only video game film that we're getting, the only major one that we're getting, and I don't know what we want to make of this together. What Free um, Guy? No, okay, no. I'll talk about the first one then. We'll talk about Free Guy, and then we'll talk about the other one. What was the other one? <laughs> Uncharted. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. But we'll talk about Free Guy first. Um, now, this I was really excited to see this year. Because I've loved Ryan Reynolds' films recently, his live-action ones especially. I think the idea of him being an NPC and running rampant in, in a video game, to me... I literally, yeah, yeah, I read this an hour ago. I was like, Ryan Reynolds? Uh, so being a side cam uh, character and being just witty with just weird NPC the, the, bullshit. Ooh. The trailer looks really fun, especially after Cyberpunk. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh, do you think they might they might do a reshoot and make a Cyberpunk reference within Free Guy? Well, I imagine he just... no. I imagine there's glitchy things already, and they might just have to add in a word or something. Just yeah, or add in a line. Yeah. They just need a T pose. Um... They just need a single T pose. <laughs> yes, got, like... I want to see him T posing. Yeah, they've got quite a few um, interesting actors as well, because like these are actors where like they're top quality in TV, but I've yeah. never really seen them in film. Um, the two best examples are uh, Jodie. F- Coma. I want to say it's Jodie Coma. I'm going to have to get up the IMDb now. Um, Jodie Coma, who's known for Doctor Foster and Killing Eve. Yep. Joe Keery um, for Stranger Things. Is... And yep. Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Like they're two massive, massive TV actors who aren't really known for their films. There's also a YouTuber in here, Jack Septicai. Oh, is he in this? Oh, yeah. No, I think I've seen his cameo. I think I've seen his cameo on the trailer, maybe. Like, this seems like a really quirky and interesting project. Like, I'm very interested in this film. I'm very, I'm very interested in this film. Um, I I just think it'll be a very much a fun, quirky comedy. I think they'll have as much free reign as they did in Deadpool and less than they, and more, more free reign than they had in Detective Pikachu. Because I think it's any. Judging from the trailers, and like as gaming nerds, all three of us, I think we'll enjoy this movie. True. Like, and I think we'll enjoy this more than Detective Pikachu, because it's going to be more like a nudge, nudge, wink, wink to us um, type thing. And especially when they have as the contrast, they've got like Joe Keery being like, "Why is this non-playable character suddenly going nuts within the game?" Mm. You know. Tahiki. Um, Watiti. I'm probably mispronouncing that horribly, but the guy from Jojo Rabbit. Is Tyker in this? Tyker, yeah. Apparently. Shit. 
I don't know in what capacity. But yeah, that looks good. No idea. Um, but moving on from Free Guy to um, Uncharted. Um, this film could go one of two ways. Yeah, for sure. Again. Um, I never really got into the Uncharted series, so I have neither. no idea to think. Yeah. Was the like, typical like Sony, uh, like it's almost like interactive movie style games where they're like they do really great cutscenes, they do really tight focused gameplay, but they're constantly have you seen the changing cast, what the gameplay is. So it's like oh climbing, oh some gunplay, oh, but they never do it all consistently. It's all like really focused at each part. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a cinematic game rather than yeah. A straight up video game. I, I um, have seen bits of it, but I've just never played it. But Simon... yeah, I've I've tried to play it and get into it, but I've not been that into it. Side note: Have you seen the cast? Yeah, I know. It's Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and Antonio Banderas. Brian Cranston. I I don't know if that's confirmed or not because I'm on the IMDb cast thing and he's not on there. Oh. So that's heavily rumored. Mark Wahlberg apparently was originally signed on, and apparently he was re- originally signed on to play the lead, Nathan Drake. Um, but then that got recast to be Tom Holland, but because Mark Wahlberg was apparently already signed on, he's now playing Victor Sullivan, i.e. Sully, apparently. Okay. Is he an enemy Sully. or an ally? <laughs> Sully's an uh, ally. Okay. That's um. So I'm I'm interested to see how this goes. It's expected to come out in July in a summer as part of the summer lot. Um, again, this is this could be one that could fall by the wayside. However, it's a Tom Holland film. Tom Holland's got such a rabid fan base that they'll probably yeah. make the money back. Um, I can imagine there'd think... be a lot of Uncharted sales maybe by Tom Holland yeah. fans. Yeah. yeah, and then there is another video game film coming out that I've just remembered, but it's Mortal Kombat and. I'm not bothered by that, especially I'm not that big a Mortal Kombat fan, oh, and the right. last two films are trash. Um, like weird. the first one's good for the, all the wrong reasons, and then the second one is just straight up bad. Yeah, it's but it's those kind of movies. Like this could be such trash that it becomes great. Yeah, and especially um, for like a 2020 going into 2021, that could be just it's. Uh, just fuel for its beautiful fire, let's say. Yeah. Um, speaking of a beautiful trash fire, um, I'm going to move Are we on. Moving from... on from Uncharted. I yeah. Say, I did want to say something. I'll go and say something then, and then I'll swiftly transition from Wait, hot it was, it trash was, fire. It, referencing back to you know whether it's going to be good or bad. I I honestly think because you know, it's obviously like quite a big Hollywood production. I think at worst it's going to be on the same sort of par as like. Even like the Lara Croft films, where I, I, they are great films, but they're also not, you know. It, yeah, it's like, gonna be yeah. along that scale of Lara Croft at like Indiana Jones. It's gonna be if somewhere they, in the middle. Yeah. If they that's, focus, that's... if they focus the Uncharted story, they could make it into a new indie rather than a new Lara Croft, though. That's yeah, the exactly. thing. But this is Hollywood, and are they gonna really kind of delve into what they should, or are they just gonna make? An action thriller that just kind of well, they've never average levels. Yeah, they've never got a video game film right, and the only video game film they got right was Ready Player One, and even that was based on a book rather than a video game. So, but to be fair, this is Uncharted. It's 
one of the games that is more film like than... a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sick than video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing as well is it's not the first live action adaptation of the Uncharted series. Is it not? There is a YouTube short starring Nathan <laughs> Billion as the lead, and it's actually all right. So. Of course, oh, Ben. Yeah, I was about to say. Of course, yeah. you know about this. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um, Do you just occasionally Google Nathan Billion just to see if you can find any weird shit? Yeah. No, I'm I, sure I, he just, does. I, I guess I was just a big enough video game follower that that sort of shit just came into my feed and I saw it. So. So. Speaking of hot trash fires that could be um, great or could be terrible, there's kind of two films that fall into that category next year that both I'm semi-excited for. One I'm more excited for than the other, and the, I'm going to touch on that one first. It's one of Godzilla, yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. This could either be great or it could be terrible. I'm not going to lie. Um, I watched the last one. It wasn't great. I've not revisited since I watched it because I never saw it at the cinema, which I which is a real shame for me. But instead, I wa- I got the Blu-ray the day it came out, and I went home and watched it. I enjoyed it. I've not revisited since the day it came out on Blu-ray, which yeah. kind of tells you everything. Yeah. Exactly. But Millie Bobby Brown is returning apparently, so that could be. It's good they've got consistency in there. Well. There's yeah. nothing worse than those Hollywood films where they really well, they, cast. Like, yeah, it's so Godzilla far they versus done. King Kong. What consistency are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to lie. They've not had consistency so far. I don't think Tom Hiddleston's coming back. I don't think Brie Larson's coming back. Definitely not Samuel Jackson's coming back because he died in Kong Skull Island. Brian Cranston died in Godzilla. Aaron Taylor Johnson didn't come back for Godzilla 2. And I don't think many of the other cast members are coming back for Godzilla 2 either, including Charles Dance. So... Shame. Shame, but I'm hoping Millie Bobby Brown has a more prominent role and is developed from her character previously because I'm pretty sure she's the only one coming back. I can't remember who else is in it. Ben Watanabe. Development when the main point is two big things fight. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm not asking for a huge amount. Um, I've just seen that Alexander Skarsgård is going to be in it, which could be good. Interesting. Um, is that who I think it is? No, it's yes. the other Skarsgård. It's not Pennywise Skarsgård. Yes, it's the hot one. Um, apparently, sorry, I lied. They do have Kyle Chandler coming back as well, who played Millie Bobby Brown's dad in Godzilla 2. So there is some consistency there. Um, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that film. Because, like I said, that goes. Maybe. Um, I think they've already wrapped filming, though. Again, it's one of those films that was made out November this year, October this year, this year being 2020. Um, but it got pushed back and pushed back. I think it's now coming out March or May 2021, supposedly. So could go one of two ways. Um, the other film that could be a complete trash fire, that I think could be a complete trash fire, but I'm really hoping it's not, because the lead actor is now a planetary treasure, is uh, Matrix 4. Ooh. I mean, that's I, just been announced. I don't think it's actually going to release in 2021. I don't think it will. I think it will get delayed. It Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 got announced at the same time for the same date. John Wick 4 seems to have already been pushed back. 
Matrix 4. I mean, it could come out in 2021. I, Do we want you know it what? to come out in 2021? I don't know, because I don't know if I even want this film to even be made. Um, yeah. uh, everyone wait. loves the first Matrix. The second one's not that good, and I don't think I've met anyone who likes the third one. Um, the third one's got... Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember them, but... Like, it left off on a weird note, I'm pretty sure, where he was sort of like, like one. He, he got powers in the main world rather than just the Matrix. Did yeah. I... So I want to see that explored. Yeah, I'm interested, but I'm not that interested. Um, that 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 same saying goes for, like, Mission Impossible 7 as well. Those are completely two different leagues in my head. <laughs> Mission really? Impossible being sort of like another... Assassin's Creed type thing where it's just things coming out. It's See, I've out. not I've not watched a Mission Impossible film since Ghost Protocol, but Mission Impossible Three and Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol. I hope I've got those in the right order. Which one were was really good. Superman Man. Then? That was With the what? most recent one. Superman Man. Uh, I can't remember. I I'm losing track of what Mission Impossible film is what. Uh, um, I need to Fallout. Henry Cavill. There we go. So yeah, Mission that, Impossible I Seven. That one. I've not seen it. Um, It's fine. Ghost Protocol, I think I watched. I can't remember if I watched Rogue Nation. But I remember I really liked Ghost Protocol. I think that was a very, very good film. Uh, I don't think I've watched Rogue Nation, actually. I think Rogue Nation is the one where he's, yeah, he's hanging onto the side of the plane and he doesn't have a harness on at all. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one. But, like, they're, they're solid films. Like, I, I can say from my heart of hearts now, unless it's all of a sudden the greatest action film of all time, I'm probably not going to go see it at the cinema. It's probably going to be one of those where I like, it comes yeah. onto a streaming site and I watch it, like Now yeah. TV or Netflix. Just to kill an email or something. Yeah. See, I would take the risk for Matrix to go see that at a cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Now oh, we're yeah. coming on to like, I'm saving one film for right at the end for us to discuss. Um, oh, what about the other Tom Holland one, Chaos Walking? Oh, there's another, another one as well. What? There's, no, but I've got like a load that I that we can go through. But what's this Chaos? What's Chaos Walking? I've not seen that. Uh, Tom Holland's in another movie besides the Spider Man and the one we oh, were I just talking I about. I think I have. It's got Mads Mikkelsen. In. Uh, yeah. And as well, this looks weird, man. It does. This could be great, or it could be. Like, it reminds me of Annihilation from the yeah. off. It, um, it's, it's got like I'm, I'm looking one, at the though. yeah, like I'm looking yeah. at the cast list, and it could be really good. Like the lead three actors are Mads Mikkelsen, Tom Holland, and Daisy Ridley. I'm kind of sat here like an established actor who has a very heavy cult following, Tom Holland, who probably has one of the most rabid fan bases going at the moment, and Daisy Ridley, who's just come off the back of Star Wars which no matter for what actor is huge mm-hmm. and because she's come off of Star Wars it'll be like starring Daisy Ridley from Star Wars and everyone will be like ooh interesting you know it it kind yeah. of seems like slight swiss army man vibes without the swiss army man <laughs> like i don't know is daisy ridley blonde in this film Yes. yes. Mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was Nicole Kidman when I first looked at the poster. To be fair, it... I thought it's a kind of a good move because then it just sort of like it, it takes away that yeah, it takes away that Star Wars esqueness. Yeah. Um Okay, so talking about one more new film before I talk about the uh quote unquote indie films 
um even though they're probably not going to be indie and uh remakes and sequels um this new disney film mariah and the last dragon mm-hmm. oh this i'm curious about i'm very curious about this because Disney ha- now have a string of really, really good animated films. And I'm not talking Disney Pixar, I'm talking just Disney. Like, yeah. they have Moana, they have Princess and the Frog, they have Frozen, they have Fucking countless Coco. films now. They're- no, that's Pixar. Oh, that's Pixar. I'm that's sure. Pixar. Um, but, like, they have this string of, like, animated Disney films where I'm very interested. Um, I think it's going to be good. Um, I don't know much on the film. Um, it seems a very Disney doing Disney things. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'm looking forward to it. I will probably go and see it. I will look at reviews and I'll probably go and see it depending on how good the reviews are. Disney, Disney are getting better with their animated films over Pixar. That's mainly because of the whole political thing between them and Pixar and they took a lot of Pixar's employees into their own Disney animation studio and then Pixar brought in new people and there's that whole it's political. But Let, let me just you know, gut this company so we can improve ours. Let's buy the company, gut the company, improve ours, and then have Pixar people hire their stuff. But Pixar seem to be getting better and getting continuously better again with the recent releases of stuff like Coco and Soul. It seems um, like the riskier off-branch that they can just drop if it becomes too bad. Yeah. Like, quite simply, Pixar, if they focus, if they do what they did originally and they just focus on beautifully animated films with a very human story that's all they need done yes i don't like brave i don't like cars and i don't like oh yeah that was a bad that was a bad like five years for pixar because they fell back on sequels and they fell back on very cheap stories now with stuff like coco even inside out and i'm not a fan of Inside personally i think it's a very overrated film but i get why you think that yeah I, a lot of people love it, and I'm not disputing that. I just personally think it's overrated. I think it could be very, very interesting to see what happens next. I'm very interested in this new Raya film. I'm yeah. not incredibly excited by it, because there's nothing to excite me thus far. But I'm very interested to see what happens with it, see the reviews, and to see what comes out of it. Disney doing Disney things. Disney doing Disney things. Before we talk about essentially what are remakes, most of them, barring one of the films that we want to talk about, um, or I have listed. I, I, I need to, I need to shout out to. But I think we're going to not cover at all. I was looking through a list of Googles, and one that took my interest is like, oh, there's there's one by both the Russos directing it, starring Tom Holland, called Cherry. That I haven't seen much into it, but it... is this becoming a Tom Holland Stan <laughs> podcast? Yeah, but I, I'm, I don't mean to stand him. It just looks kind of gritty. Like, type it in. Oh, oh, that does look very interesting. Even an army medic suffering from PTSD becomes a serial bank robber. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. He kind of looks this is like from a stand. Tom and the Brutos, man. Um, this could be interesting. This could be very interesting. Um, he, he's going to be fairly busy. <laughs> he already is. He already is, isn't it? And the other one was, I'm going to say it wrong. The Muratarian, however, sort of, I'm just going to link you the trailer. <laughs> we, I can't play the trailer now because I'm recording Benjamin. Yeah. I know, but essentially but I it's feel another, like it's more ben, for spelling. Oh, it's I saw... Bernard Cumberbatch yeah. movie where he's doing another kind of politically charged and it's about the person who orchestrated like 9-11 or something. 
and oh interesting he, i i think it, it, it'd just be interesting again i personally can't comment but this looks very interesting um <laughs> i can't comment it looks interesting it does look interesting right, a detainee at the u.s military guantanamo detention center is held without charges for over a decade and seeks help from a da for his release it's very yeah it is a politically charged american film even the posters right i'm going to touch on very briefly i just want to run through these four because i want to make people aware of them because i haven't i don't think i've seen many people talk about these these are more the films that are probably going to go under the radar slash indie films um even though they're not indie films they'll be made by a big warners or sony or something like that firstly is a film i actually sent a trailer to ben for the other day it's called the little things this seems like a very interesting thriller starring rami malik jerry leto and um denzel washington i think it's coming out in january it could it looks very interesting i have no idea what's going on from the trailer rami malik looks like the good guy denzel looks like the protagonist and jared oh, looks yeah. like, and jared looks like the definitely the culprit but it just seems way more complicated than that this could yeah. be dead interesting this could be a very very good fresh not by the books thriller film yeah i i did like the look of this one serial um, killer stuff in los angeles interesting but it's it the threat the trailer alone completely is throwing you in like seven different directions of who the killer slash possibly killers are. It does is seem it like, very focused. Uh, was it that uh, train movie where they have to figure out before it stops going type thing? Just sort of like anyone could killed this person on the train because they're on the train. They all have motives, kind of shit. No, it seems more like it's focused from Denzel's perspective, but we don't know. Yeah. It seems to be almost We like... seem to not know the full story of Denzel's character. Okay. Yeah. So like, it could be he, very he's like a ex-detective working as like a consultant for the current is it FBI or something? Yeah, or something like that. Whereas and... Remy Malik is the FBI guy. Yeah, so it seems very much like personality and I'm curious to see like... Remy Malik as an FBI guy. That's... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and as well Jared Leto see when I was first watching this, I was like that's I swear that's Jared Leto, but I don't think it is. And then I was like, oh yeah, I don't think it is Jared Leto. And then they were like, starring Jared Leto. And they and then they do the same character. And I was like, oh, it is Jared Leto. And it's the, genuinely, it's the way he's holding himself. The way that he's grown out his facial hair, they've done his hair, everything. It seemed, this Jared Leto performance could actually be, and I say this like it's shocking, but it's not. But after Blade Runner and a couple of other performance and his Joker performance, yeah. I'm not that much of a fan. But his Dallas oh, Buyers I liked Club his performance. Blade performance. I liked it, but I was also disappointed. I think I was mainly disappointed, though, because it was written for David Bowie, and you two both love know how much I love David Bowie. I mean, um, yeah, it's, yeah. So like... I'm, like, let down by that aspect rather than Jared's performance. Yeah, but you can't really help that. No, but I think this could be Unless really interesting. Unless they start doing, like, what fucking Star Wars does with all of its... Let's not get into that. I like the, in the cast, like... in the Google cast, it just says Jared Leto, serial killer. So yeah, yeah. I think there. Are, I think the trailer's trying to imply it. I don't think he is. I think I think it's way more complex than that. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be one of those like intense cat and mouse, and then we find out that the mouse, and then we find out that the cat is also a mouse or something like. I think. I think I it's going to throw us off. Kind of... Silence of the Lambs vibes. Yeah. Um, like what you understand of criminal psychology uh, is flipped on its head a little. 
Yeah. Um, moving on from one Washington to the other Washington, um, there's a film coming out on Netflix in February, I'm pretty sure, early February as well, which I'm very interested in, which is starring Zendaya and John David Washington as the two leads. Uh, it's called Malcolm and Marie, and it looks like um, a very, very drama, uh, kind of a similar aspect to Marriage Story. Yeah. Um, a filmmaker, in brackets Washington, returns home with his girlfriend, Zendaya, following a celebratory movie premiere as he awaits what's sure to be imminent critical and financial success. The evening, however, suddenly takes a turn as revelations about their relationships begin to surface, testing the strength of their love. This, again, reminds me of a very marriage story-based film. Mm. Um, could be told from the uh, director-slash-screenplay writer's perspective, like marriage story was as well. This could be... I'm looking forward to this. I'm mainly looking forward to this because I love Jane, John David Washington as an actor. I think um, Zendaya's a good actor. I, think Z- well. I was about to say that as well. I think Zendaya's very good. She's brilliant. She's meant to be brilliant in Euphoria. She's been very, very good in the Spider-Man films. I do want to see that. Um, so that could be very interesting. It's a Netflix film. I can't imagine. I can't imagine anyone who's watching this doesn't have Netflix. So I'd say see that. Just the idea of people out. watching this have never seen a movie in their lives. <laughs> Just going. What? It's possible. It's possible. Very I'm unlikely. G- like one in seven unlikely. billion, probably. Um, I'm literally going to rattle through these, so then we can talk about. We can gush over other things. These are the two that I spoke to you boys about just before. Both of these other two films are directed by Ridley Scott. The first one is called The Last Duel. It's meant to be a thriller set in medieval times, whatever that is meant to mean. Um, And it's directed by Ridley Scott, best known for the Alien and Gladiator films. Um, He is joined by Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Adam Driver. Now, we all know how much this podcast loves Adam Driver. Um, seems to be all playing, like, French characters. So is it... Yeah. I wonder. Oh, so that's what that type of work was meant to be. I was just looking at Adam Driver in his costume as a knight. I was like, oh. I don't know. Maybe it's set during Agincourt as well. That would be interesting. Yeah. So we don't know. Uh, Not a lot about this film. Yeah, there's not a lot out about this film. Um, Now, the last one. This one, I think, um, could be really good. I think already the production company has already put money behind it. Um, this looks like this could want to be one of the films of the year, in my opinion. It's called Gucci. Again, directed by Ridley Scott. Starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro. Now, this story is... And I'm going to butcher these names because they are Italian. The story of this is the story of how Patrizia Reggiani, the ex-wife of Maurizio Gucci, plotted to kill her husband, the grandson of renowned fashion designer Guccio Gucci. I have no idea. I I had no idea this was even a thing. I didn't yeah. know that she plotted to kill the grandson of uh the fa- of of Gucci. I've never heard about the story. I don't know anything about the story. I don't think there's any true crime documentaries about this story that I can think of either. But that director and that five-man cast makes me think, holy shit, this could be great. Mm. All of them, at least all of them, have been nominated for Academy Awards. Two of them, I'm pretty sure, have won Academy Awards for thriller films. 
which is Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. And Jared Leto's won an, an Academy for Best Supporting Actor. And Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga proved her chops in Star is Born and Adam Driver's, oh, gotcha. Adam Driver's probably one of the best actors in modern day cinema right now. Yep. So this could be absolutely amazing. Who's going like, to guess Gucci sales are going to go up? Almost undoubtedly. Oh, sure. Almost did, undoubtedly. Did you see that Gucci dress though that they did? Oh, uh, which one? The dress for men. No, I didn't, but I'm interested. It's yeah, like this really about. weird schoolgirl plaids. Like, okay, I'm less interested. Uh, oh my god. It's a really weird dress, and the actor just seems completely uninterested in wearing it as well. I'm I'm no longer interested. I mean, I'm all pro it, but it, it, makes, it makes the guy look like a schoolgirl. Yeah. It does. It's very weird in that sense. Just sort of, yeah. like, of all the dresses you could pick to make it. Like it seems like a Gucci thing, thing, though. Like, I'm, it's just like, I'm now slight... Oh, I've seen it. It's what? How much? One thousand seven hundred pounds. Jesus. Um, Fair. Surely something like that is more manly, in a way. I, mate, this is one and a half grand for a plaid dress. Well, this other one's two. Oh yeah, I can see the other one. Ooh. It's the silk one. Surely that'd be nicer. That looks more like a dressing gown, though. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like you've got to start somewhere that's a Gucci print silk dress with scarf, size forty for men. Oh, this is for men. I think it. I don't know if it is for men. It just. I literally punched in on Google. Ready to wear for women in the link. Who knows? Um, And it also looks a bit like a uh, like martial arts jacket on top. I, I right. feel like you're stretching it a little bit. Um, actually, the last, so the last one, um, the last film I'm going to talk about before we move on to remakes and sequels, um, with ones that I couldn't link to in the beginning, like Godzilla vs Kong and Matrix Four and Mission Impossible Seven. Um, last one, I don't know if you two have heard of, but I know once I say it or explain it, I know you two are going to be very interested. Um, shoot, it's called Last Night in Soho. It's directed by Edgar Wright. Oh, oh, I'm already interested. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he's best known for the Cornetto trilogy and Baby Driver. Oh, um, that's what I think it is. Actually. He's doing a psychological horror film, it, oh. starring Anya Taylor Joy. Now, I'm pretty sure that's the girl who's most yeah. who is the lead in Queen's Gambit. Yep. Yeah, is. which is now become the most popular streamed Netflix show of all time. Has it? Oh, that's great. Oh my God, a show God. about fucking chess. Get in there. Yep. <laughs> Harry Potter, it is. Holy shit. Yeah, this, this, I'm so intrigued by this. Yeah, and Matt Smith, what the fuck? Yeah, and, and Matt McKen- Smith as well. Was it Thompson McKenzie? I've seen her in a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, um, that Matt very Smith uh, picture just sort of like out of nowhere while scrolling oh. through the pictures. It's just sort of like Doctor Who? What kind of story is this? Yeah, this looks interesting. This, th- I'm very interested. I'm very interested. Good pick, George. This could be good. Um, there is a couple yeah. of horror films I'm interested in, but that one's probably number one. The other three are remakes and sequels. Um, um, Halloween Kills which is a remake, uh, a sequel of the remake of the Halloween films um, starring Jamie Lee Curtis. The remake of the original Halloween that came out a couple of years ago, that looks really, really good, to be fair. So I'm very interested, and I don't like horror films. Candyman. 
I'm, I'm very interested. interested. Yeah, I'm, interested I'm very interested in Candy Man. That looks like a brilliant, brilliant remake. Um, it's also, I think, Jordan Peele is a producer on it. Um, who's most notably known for doing Us and Get Out at the moment. Um, Ooh, and okay. Twilight Zone, uh, the remake. The third one I'm interested in is The Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It. It's the third one in the series. Okay. I really like the first two. I love the first one especially. I mean, the Conjuring films are actually not... The Conjuring universe is shit. <laughs> but the Conjuring films themselves are good. Yeah, they're terrifying. Um, Curse of La Llorona is shit. Uh, the fucking Annabelle films are wank. The Nun no, is the not Annabelle a good film. film. I kind of like the third one that came out. <sighs> I haven't seen the third... There's a third one? Yeah, I think it's where Annabelle goes home to all sort of like the creepy home of the guys that hoard a load of horror shit and sort of like dispel it or some shit. Okay, so that yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, I watched that in what was it, it. 3DS or 4DS Max, where they have sort of like the multi screens and tilt your chair and do shit like that. Fair. Seemed kind of redundant, but <laughs> scared the shit out of my mate. I was like, ah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like it. Creepy um, dolls. It's a good horror trope. Uh, the Spiral. What the fuck is Spiral? Spiral seems to be kind of a spiritual successor to the Saw movies. Oh, I'm so not interested in that. I mean, I'm <laughs> not, but look at the cast. I've, I've, I've seen the Rock, cast. Samuel Jackson. No, yeah, I know Max about Man. this film. I do yeah, know about this bizarre. film. It's got a really good cast for no fucking reason. And it's a Saw movie. I'm dead not interested. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, not. I don't like. I know song. it's Sam Jackson. I know it's Chris Rock. But Chris Rock, if the, if Chris Rock is is the lead, do you want to know what I'm thinking of? Horror movie of Rush Hour. That's what I'm thinking. It's they will they will do Saw. You saying Chris? Chris just Rock tonight? for Rush Hour. Chris Rock isn't Rush Hour. Who am I thinking of? Who am I thinking of? Uh, I have. No idea what his name is because he doesn't. Isn't Eddie Murphy in Rush Hour? No, Eddie Murphy's not Rush Hour. I swear down. Hang on. Hang on. Eddie Murphy's in another fucking comedy. It's Chris Tucker. That's why I'm. That's it. I'm confused. I'm so. I. That's my bad. (laughs) It's Chris Tucker, not Chris Rock. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, never mind. Horror Rush Hour then. That might be getting cut out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's this new movie coming out, Spiral. <laughs> it's kind of based on Saw. I seem to be the only one that's kind of fucking interested, apparently. Yeah, I'm just not interested. I've never been interested in the Saw movies. I don't I, think they're good. I like good. the Saws. They, they really fucking creep me out. And had but then again, but then again you're, I'm, I'm saying this as a guy who's not a fan of horror movies. So, it's just torture porn. I'm you know? not the biggest it's not, it's not fan fun. of horror movies. I don't even. I don't even. No, go but out most, my way to most watch people them. are. Most people are bigger horror movie fans than I am. I don't so. like watching them when I'm getting drunk with mates, and it's funny when people piss themselves. I'll watch what? it, George. Let's watch it. Um, I don't know. I might watch it. It might be one of those that I watch when it comes onto a streaming. In all honesty, that's the best way I can describe it. Chris Tucker. Oh, sorry. Shut up. Moving on um, from one horror movie to the complete opposite, but has horror characters in. Um, they're making a fourth Hotel Transylvania. 
I don't think I've seen any of them. Okay, I like these films. Um, uh, I'm semi-excited. Won't go to about Hotel. Is that the animated one? Animated one with like Andy Samberg and Selena Gomez and Adam Sandler. Oh, I should watch these. Adam Sandler plays Dracula. You know what? The first two are really good. Third one, third one's a bit wank, but you know. Sequel syndrome. I'm not sure if I've yeah, basically. Um, is the one yeah. with the baby the second one? I'm guessing. I think so. Okay, I haven't watched the third one yet. Third one's the one where they all go on a holiday. Fuck knows what the fourth one's going to be. I'm I'm terrified. Hotel Transylvania is going to become like Ice Age. Oh, it really? could be like oh. it's a cast of different types of things acting together that were kind of good in the beginning, but slowly wear off after time. It could yeah. hardly be an Ice Age type deal. I I think it could become Ice Age. Um, and they just get in like another big actor for like a a part, you know. Um. But the one, the one kids film, I, get, I say kids, the one family film, maybe two, there's two family films that are coming out, I guess, but one that I am interested in, but I don't, I think this is going to get left by the wayside. I think the new Space Jam film. Ooh, um... Like, I'm excited for it, but I can see it getting left by the wayside. I can see a lot of people being excited for it and then just not going to see it. I think it will get seen. Well, I don't think it will get a probably a huge response, but I know most stoners will probably go and see it. Or when it comes out on the streaming website, they'll definitely see it. Oh, when it comes out streaming, this will be like one of the most streamed films of that year. Like a lot of people will watch it, but I don't think a lot of people will go to the cinema to watch it. That's my issue. That's that's what I think will happen with this film. Um, maybe in America. Like maybe yeah, because is it who is it? It's not Michael Jordan again. Oh, it's LeBron. That's who it is. It's LeBron James. That's the basketball guy they've got for this it's one. Also Jim Carrey. LeBron James. What? I don't know. I was just scrolling through. I just saw Jim Carrey. Surely not. So you got LeBron James, Don Cheadle. Why? Why is there a Joker and Pennywise in one of these shots? I don't want to know. Just Google. This is Google. Google overview. Just scrolling through some. Oh yeah, found it. Just got. Uh... Oh, but like. I know why. I know why they might have um, Bill Murray as a rumored cast member. It's because in the original one they had Bill Murray as well. So they had like the the basketball guy, the comedian to bounce off, and then the Looney Tunes lot. So that might be it. But Jim Carrey either might not be announced, he might not be part of it. Don Cheadle might be the guy for um, uh, LeBron James to bounce off. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's in it. I'm just going through the cast, Is this cast? Is this? Uh, yeah, but that's Google. It's not necessarily true. Yeah. But all, all the suspended ones, uh, suspicious ones, are so much more interesting to read. <laughs> We're not a factual podcast. True. I'm very interested. Um, We're well, not professional either. Oh, Hans Zimmer's doing the music though for Space Jam. Amazing. Really? Oh is, he, is it? Seriously. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> great. Great. Oh, that's brilliant for like all the they right. Got, Lawrence the Fishburne. From, uh, what's it? Uh, Star Trek Discovery, in it, it looks like. Is that Sonequa Martin Green? Yes. Yeah, because she's like one of the main. Oh, she plays Savannah Jane. I've got a feeling she's going to she's going to play LeBron's like daughter or something. Um, the other family film that I think could be really, really good. Um, but I know, I think we've already discussed this before privately, and we disagree on this as a group. 
Um, the new Ghostbusters film, I'm really excited for. I'm still gonna wait until it releases. Yeah, I, like. Yeah, even this is though the one. Due to the casting, it's got some intrigue to it. I just yeah. After looking at it, I'm not too sure. I'm. I think. I think this could be very good. I think the casting of Paul Rudd, though, straight off the bat, is smart casting. Everyone loves Paul. Rudd. Yeah, that's true. But I think this film will get left by the wayside as well. Yeah, if and like, especially due to the backlash of the last Ghostbusters, this could yeah, because they have easily get lost in the dirt. Yeah, because they've got the two classics. Then they tried to remake it with the all female cast. Which that is got, right. It's a, a great idea. Huge backlash, though. Huge backlash in terms the, of uh, one movie. Because that was like one of my Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth uh, as the he assistant. He was great. One of my favourite characters in that film. You yeah. know what? Uh, Chris Hemsworth, um, and I've forgotten the rest of the cast name. Um, Kristen Wiig was alright, but it wasn't a best role. Well, no, um, but. I've I've never rated her as an actress, but I've always enjoyed the stuff that she's in. She's she's good in other things, but um, yeah. who else? Who else is in it that I really really enjoy? Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones are great in in Ghostbusters. Kate McKinnon plays the actual scientist in Ghostbusters a lot, like the mad scientist. Oh, I think I know one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Leslie Jones is just brilliant. She was great off SNL anyway as well. So I've always um... actually some of the cast members to this is kind of interesting. So like Charles Dance, as J.K. Well. Simmons. Oh, what is this? Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, Sigourney. Yeah, they've, yeah, they've got a really good cast. They've got Finn Wolfhard, I think, is playing the. Yeah, could be really, really good. Got a couple um, of the old cast members. Bill... Yeah, Bro, Bill they've got Bill Murray, Dan... Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Sigourney Weaver's coming back. Yeah, like for for me, this could be really, really good. Mm, I don't know. I'm always skeptical. I know. I know. Jury's out. I know. Jury's out on this film amongst this podcast. But personally, you know. Yeah. Um, right. I I do have four films left on here, but I think we should only talk about two because I thought you always Hitman... had four films. Like you somehow always have four films left to do. Eight films ago. Yeah. My bad. But this, these other two, I don't think we're that excited about. I don't think really we could comment on them. Uh, two of them out of the four. Um, Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. Oh, the first Hitman's Bodyguard was fine. Oh, that's just generic. Yeah. Um, Death on the Nile, the Kenneth Branagh sequel to uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, curious, but it's probably going to be pants again. Yeah, like the first one, the Murder on the Orient Express with that cast was really pretty. It was pretty. It was an all right film, but I don't think Death on the Island is going to blow anyone away. It's got Gal Gadot in and a multitude of other do. cast members. It could uh, do. I think Death yeah, on the Nile was more likely to blow people away than um, Murder on the Orient Express, only because Murder on the Orient Express is more well known as a story. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's got Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Rose Leslie, um, Dawn French, Jennifer Saunders, Letitia Wright. It's got an unbelievable cast as ever. Russell Brand's in it as well. Um, yeah. Uh, Rose Leslie, most famous for Game of Thrones. Right, the last two I'm going to touch on. Uh, well, no, last one I'm going to touch on. Then we're going to have a massive gushing, gushing, blah, 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 gushing session on the last one. But the last one I'm going to touch on, West Side Story. They're actually doing a film on this, and more importantly, is Steven Spielberg directing it? Huh. So I'm very intrigued by this. 
I I had heard whispers about it. Uh, like I'd seen the odd thing, I'd seen the odd rumor, but I didn't know it was confirmed. Starring in it is Ansel Elgort, most famously known for Baby Driver, um, as well as what looked like a lot of actors that I've not heard of, but could quite easily be very musical theater-based actors coming onto the screen. Uh, people like Rachel Zegler, Debose, Ariana Debois, straight off the bat, Debose. I've seen her picture. I know exactly what she's from. She's one of the chorus members of Hamilton. She's absolutely great as one of the chorus members ben she is the one who's always stood next to the king in hamilton um but this looks like a lot of musical theater people who have made their way into film so this could be this could be very interesting and they've got ansel elgort in as the name for the film kind of similar to greece you know back in the day they had two names livinia newton john and john travolta they were um, the names and then everyone else was uh, kind of quite music. So West Side Story is currently in post-production so I think it's meant to be coming out for December uh, so here's hoping it's not as bad as Cats um, Oh I don't think they could reach that level yeah. even if they tried <laughs> They could try Wait, Oh so they could I try but it still doesn't mean they could reach that level So uh, the last one that we're going to gush on before we talk all about comic book movies but we're going to take a quick break in between that okay boys let's talk about it dune this is the movie that i'm gassed for this could be amazing i think it will be amazing even if it's shit like that's what the original was like amazing production but ultimately you spend your whole time being like what the fuck was the point in that movie so they've so originally it was meant to be scheduled for September this year. It is now expected uh, for October the 1st in 2021, which sucks. Yeah, that's um, forever away. But I'm pretty sure it was meant to come out late this year. It's lockdown um, season. It was. Time just melts into a point, and you're just suddenly yeah. in places. But like, land. This is, right, I'm just going to run through um the top like six of the cast members but for any film this would be amazing six-man cast you have zendaya timothy chalamet jason momoa oscar isaac josh brolin and stellan skarsgård as well as on top of that sorry so six wasn't even enough javier bardem and dave bautista dave bautista is in my top six apparently oh he's in my top six but i've chosen my top six like those are the most notable names and on top of that, you've got Rebecca Ferguson as well. Yep. That I somehow missed, but it's, it's just very such good. a good cast. It's an amazing cast. It's the same director who did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and even though that didn't get the financial reception, oh my god, that film is one of the best sequels in the past decade, only yeah. because it actually made the original film better as well. And there are not yeah. enough films that do that, especially sequels. Everything about this film could be amazing. Uh, like yeah. the the Hans Zimmer as well, his score. Like he's re- they have released one track from the score. It's a minute and a half long. Aren't they doing a two parter? I don't know. I don't think so. Interesting. I'm not sure if I've this is going to be received it. well though. Like at the moment, I don't think it will. Thirty-eight percent of people like this film on Google users. Yeah, because it's hardcore start sci-fi. Like this yeah. is not like. This is not going to uh, break a billion. It's not Star Wars. It's not accessible. 
I will be amazed if this breaks 500 million. Just look at that cost I can't... in comparison. <laughs> like, it's weird. Like, this budget will be about 200 million. I will be amazed if this film breaks 500 million in box office. Yeah, it will be considered a commercial flop. I almost guarantee it. Yeah. But it depends on how the movie is reviewed and how well this is marketed. I just hope they don't, like, overhype it. And that's the other problem. Yeah. Because it's going to be fine. Like, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like Star Wars level production. And unless you've seen the original Dune, you're going to be like, this is just bizarre. This is, See, this I, is... I don't want to watch the original Dune until I've watched this film. No, you need to. <laughs> I haven't watched the original Dune, so. It's, it's a fucking bizarre movie. Oh, shit, dropped my phone. And even after watching it, I think the first time I watched it, I was like, just what? It's not, it's not great. Oh, are you going to try and get us to do it for the podcast then before it comes we out? Should. Then? <laughs> I think we I, I was, should. You know what? I'd do Dune for like Dune's, like for when Dune is coming out. If we should do a podcast on Dune for when the pod, for when Dune, Dune comes out. Dune, 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 Dune. Wait, wrong, wrong series. What? Um, what? No, I'm I'm very excited for this film. Dum, dum, I I the problem is that is that I think this is going to be a film for film and sci-fi nerds. I yeah. don't think this will get mainstream reception. I think it'll I, get a bit yeah. of mainstream reception. But I don't think it'll come out financially. Like I said, yeah. If this was Christopher Nolan doing Dune, this would break five hundred million. But it's not. Like yeah, but I, I, I'm. It's like I said, this film needs to be marketed well, and yes. it can't just be mar- It even then, it can't be marketed well for films. It's got to be one of the most well marketed films. Period. Yeah. More, more music by Hans Zimmer. Yeah, like budget fucking... of 165 million USD. That's but this could good be great. Undercutting it a little bit. Yeah, they are. Um... Brings out the quirkiness of Dune, which is what probably Benny wants. Yeah, this this might be this might be a film that when it first comes out, it gets a cult following, and I say cult with the greatest string of private of um leeway because it'll be like. It'll be a popular film, but it'll be like it's like Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction's a popular film, but it's got a cult status, right? Mm-hmm. Like this will be when it first comes out, it's like a cult status popular film. And then it'll just slowly over time become a popular film and people will become more appreciative of appreciative of it. I don't know. Cult behavior. People don't like being told what to like. <laughs> no, but like that's how I can that's how I can see it pan not being told what to like, just more people slowly watch it. Like, oh yeah, I've heard about this film, it's meant to be really good, etc. I really hope this becomes one of the biggest films of the year. I just don't think it's going to be. I've, I've, I'm, I'm terrified it will come out at the same time as a superhero film, and I can easily see that happening. Yeah, but which one am I going to buy on Blu-ray, George? Dune. Obviously. In fact, Dune, I'm going to go see at the cinema on the day of release. I, it, it would be great if Dune does well. But Th- I really this don't is care. weird. Like, I'm so gassed to see it. Thirty-eight percent of users. Uh, like Dune, but go into sort of like, is it the 2013 Jodorowsky's Dune you're talking about, Benny? The, uh, I don't know when it was. Uh, if it's the, uh, I can't pronounce that name for shit. Jodorowsky's oh. Dune. Uh, it's I got like 89% by Google users. Did it come out in like the 70s, 80s? 
no, yeah, that's 2013's. Uh, it looks oh, like it's it. marketed from back then, though. It's weird. Wait, is there going to be another Doom? Oh, there's another Doom from 1984. That's probably yeah. That's the that's the. I'm pretty sure that's the film that Ben's on. Yeah, Doom 1984 is the original. Um, oh, it's got some alright reviews. Lynch. To be fair, though, like middle oh, yeah. to above average. So, interesting fact, sorry, I've just looked this up. I've just looked up the calendar for 2021. I've seen if Dune is going to be competing against a superhero film when it comes out. Let's say COVID gets knocked out by time nothing gets pushed back. Um, interestingly, uh, Dune shouldn't have a rival in superhero department. Um, Dune's meant to be coming out on the 1st of October. The superhero film before that is The Suicide Squad, which comes out 8th of August. Uh, it's October, and though. That is a risk. Like, people it like is a risk. horror stuff in October. It is a risk, but it comes out on the 1st, so I'm thinking maybe it might like it might be the film where... like You're teetering on that line. <laughs> you are teetering on that line, but it could be... It's a, it's a 12. That gooch along that line right there. Yeah, it, it's a 12. It's a PG-13. I think it could be that film where like all the kids go back to school after summer. And they see each other and it's like, what should we do on the weekend? Oh, there's, there's this new film coming out called Doom. Maybe let's go see it. You know, like we always did when we were kids. You had like, friends when you were a kid? All right, shut the fuck up, you prick. I'm saying <laughs> hypothetically. I said you had friends. And you go, oh, you dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hypothetically, I meant. Um, uh, but the other side of Dune. So Dune comes out 1st of October. Eternal comes out on November the 5th. October is a risk, like you said, though, James. We'll probably compete with Scooter with Spiral. On that gooch along that it'll compete with like, line. It'll compete compete with like Spiral at that time. I think Last Night in Soho as well could be very well marketed, especially with our British fan base. Um, yeah, because I can imagine that's probably scheduled. For, it's not. That's scheduled for April. Never mind. I make a lie. On that note, I think we're done, lads. For this part of, one, uh, done. <laughs> Yeah, as I said, we will be back with another superhero film uh, upcoming movies discussion. Fair that on. will that should be out two days after this one. I'm going to be honest. Um, James, what are we closing on today, as ever? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that was bad. All right, bye guys. It was, it was very bad. <laughs>